0: Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and as today is the anniversary of 9-11, we will consider some relevant investment implications. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Nationwide. This podcast is brought to you by Nationwide. Nationwide's New Heights fixed indexed annuities now offer the flexibility of earlier withdrawals with an optional living benefit rider at additional cost. Learn more at nationwidenewheights.com. Baltimore was the scene of a scary incident on Monday. An unoccupied van was found loaded with 80 gallons of gasoline and this bounty of stinky diesel fuel was parked in a garage under 100 East Pratt, the Inner Harbor office building housing investment giant T. Rowe Price, among other large firms. A police robot checked out the van and found no bomb, but about 1,000 T. Rowe employees were evacuated, and numerous other office workers and tourists were inconvenienced, if not outright scared government officials and police have sought to dispel fears which were especially aroused by the incident's occurrence just two days before the 18th anniversary of 9-11. One Merrill Lynch advisor working in the building, quoted by the Baltimore Sun, said he thought Monday's evacuation was just a fire drill, as occurred in the building just two weeks prior. For my part, I think that this incident and today's anniversary occasion another kind of drill, an investor panic drill. That is because the chances are, that investors will be gripped by fear and loathing when the next stock market crisis occurs, all the more so if it is connected to a terrorist incident rather than just market news. Generally speaking, the folks who invest, meaning buy assets when markets are falling, are those who thought about it and planned to do so in advance, when they were not in the throes of crisis and had no idea what the nature of the crisis would be. Human nature being what it is, what people see on TV and the internet during a crisis doesn't make them want to buy. The images and overall mood make them want to sell. We certainly had a lot of sellers in 2008 during the global financial crisis, as we did in 2001 following the 9-11 terror attacks. Here are some questions to consider in this drill. Does the political system feel stronger or more fragile today? By which I mean, could you envision a bipartisan cooperative response to any dramatic market moves? Is the financial system more resilient today? That's hard to say. Our largest financial institutions have passed government stress tests, but they're also bigger and more complex than they were 10 years ago. How about the national debt? It's more than doubled since 2008. Is China catching up with us? If only. It's a house of cards today. Who will pick up the slack if another crisis hits? Do you think your clients will be eager to invest when faced with a market as despairing as we witnessed in the last crisis? What if it were worse than the previous crisis? And what if terrorism were part of the story in the next market crash? Would clients view a market collapse as a buying opportunity? Most likely, they would not. The news would simply be too grim. In all likelihood, any one of these miserable events would have a direct impact on clients' personal lives their jobs, their mobility, their plans for their children, and more. I couldn't possibly predict the details, but I feel I can predict that your clients would be in no mood to invest. And the question they might have for their advisors is, why should we invest? Are you so confident there will be a happy ending to all of this? Whatever this is, advisors at that future time, as now, won't be in a position to offer definitive answers about the future. But here's the nub of what an advisor can truthfully say. As a practical matter, it's hard to live your life assuming a turn for the worse will never turn back. If stocks, representing businesses that together sustain the economy, turn south, will bonds, representing government obligations that are ultimately backed by the strength of the economy, hold up? How will cash fare if the next crisis induces hyperinflation? There will be no way of knowing the right thing to do based on unknown future events. For that reason, advisors can suggest Today, we needn't wait for a time of crisis to relay this, that the only chance at protection we have is a broad asset allocation and further diversification within each asset class. Finally, the best preparation for the next crisis is to save capital and to decide in advance how we would want to deploy that capital. In March of 2009, the market had already fallen 57% below its 2007 peak. Nobody was in a mood to buy then. The few who did likely were the ones who made rational calculations about their investing activity ahead of an actual crisis. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich, and our podcast was sponsored by Nationwide.